If there's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first Striker Fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind. Featuring a totally unique patent pending extended magazine, the P15 pistol's other features include fire fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P-15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P-15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I wanted to share you this thing because this is one of the things that parents have been, you know, in towns all across America. They've been promoting uh, their, their, well, actually promoting parental sovereignty while also taking to task all these school boards that have been able to run roughshod over parents this whole time. So Keller, Texas, this is a suburb of Fort Worth, beautiful area. You know, it's not a wild and crazy place. It's beautiful, quiet, great area for families down the road from us. And they're having their early voting. Like a lot of people have had early voting. Uh, We just wrapped up early voting. People are having their early voting. They have their polling place right outside of their uh, town hall in Keller. And there were some women. One of them provided me this video. There were some women that were there. And you know how outside of a polling place, you'll see people with their signs. And that's just like standard outside. They, they have to be, <clears throat> excuse me, X, you know, so many feet away so that they don't vi- violate electioneering laws. And they would just hold a candidate sign or whatever. And there are a lot of these municipal elections. You have people running for school board. You have people running for different positions. And they have some school board seats that are coming up. Now, Keller, if you'll remember, made national news because one of the parents found in the school library that genderqueer book. It's called Genderqueer. And it has graphic full-page images, cartoon images, of people giving blowjobs and all kinds of stuff in it. I'm not even going to talk about some of the other stuff. I just don't see why school kids, especially when they're behind anyway after lockdown, and they were even behind, you could argue, before that. They have so much to deal with. That has nothing to do with it. You're talking about presenting to them political sexual theories. That's nothing that, that's not what teachers, that's not what they're there for. Not in elementary, junior high, and high school. And so this coupled with the CRT battle that has been raging since last summer Parents have been very involved and they've been showing up like the left had never seen before at a municipal election. So outside of this town hall, and this was the day before yesterday, I believe. There were some women that they were standing there with their signs and just, you know, to encourage people to, you know, that as people could, you know, go in across the street, they could see these signs. And there was a male who was holding a toddler. 
And the video starts midway through the event. Now, what I was told is that this male was saying some pretty nasty stuff to the group of women there before they started recording, which is why they started recording him. And he has his toddler, and he tells, which I'm assuming is his child, that the women there, quote, hate her. Clearly, he is not an anti-CRT guy. Listen. That, that poor child. Move on. Am I live? Huh? Am I live? No, you're not live. I'm just oh. recording you. Bye, guys. These people lie by. These people leave. I don't They're hate her. Yeah. How could you even say that? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Telling in front of these women that these people hate you. And they hate people of color, and they hate gay people. He's telling his daughter, which I assume it's his daughter, telling her this. Which, you know, I was watching, and this video was provided exclusively to me by a Keller mother. So who pulls stunts like this at all with their kid present? Who pulls stunts like this, period? Who does it with their presumed child? Now, a number of parents... When I first uh, posted this, immediately they were messaging and then emailing through the site and they were saying that the man in the video is a man named Brandon Whitehead. They were, this is what the parents were telling me and I wanted to, I was looking it up. And the partner of a woman named Lindsay Fagan, F-A-G-A-N, a Democrat candidate for Tarrant County Clerk. Now, we reached out to a Brandon Whitehead from Keller on Facebook that looked in his pictures just like the guy in the video and had pictures with Lindsay Fagan. And after I looked at his Facebook page, because they all, everybody locks their pages down, we reached out to him and he never responded because I wanted to know if he would respond to the video and confirm or deny because If this is the same Brandon Whitehead that looks just like the Brandon Whitehead in Lindsay Fagan's pictures. And that was Lindsay Fagan in the pictures, apparently, with this guy. Then I'm really concerned about having anybody like this around some... I I don't want a candidate like this that's going to be looking at, you know, important documents and records that are pretty sensitive related to... People who live in the county I live in, Tarrant County. Now, Fagan previously ran to represent Texas's 20th state, 26th state district. And I went and looked up all the public FEC filings and listed as treasurer for her campaign on the publicly available FEC filings is Brandon Whitehead. And apparently, according to records, and it was twice in 2019, once in July and once in October, they had failed to file properly on time. Uh, But as I said, publicly visible photographs on a Facebook page for a Brandon Whitehead from Keller show a man identical to the man in the video. uh, And numerous photos with Fagan. And I so we reached out through a, a, a public email provided on his Facebook page and asked to confirm whether or not 
he was in the Facebook profile or locked down and he never responded. But right after we had reached out, he locked that that Brandon Whitehead on Facebook locked that Facebook page down. So it seems like Kane Occam's razor here. Hmm. But I I who does something like that? I don't want anyone I don't and I would imagine first off, I would imagine that if that's his child and the mother's Lindsay Fagan, I would imagine that Fagan doesn't have a problem with this. I mean, I've just seen some of the stuff that both of them have out on social media and it does seem like there's a problem. She's the type of person that's like, I'm going to post this Daenerys Targaryen image. Look how mad I am today. I'm just like those people. You know what I mean? So I just know that I would not tolerate. There's no way. And my husband knows this and he wouldn't do it. It'd be vice versa. There's no way either of us would tolerate this kind of behavior with our kids around. There's no way. There's no way we would tolerate that kind of behavior anyway. And for him to do this, these people have more hate than sense. To do something like this on camera, knowing that you can never stay hidden. When you do it on camera, dude, it's done. And to think that it's not going to get out. The left made it all this stuff in Tarrant County start getting out because the left decided to target Tarrant County heinously. So apparently, I guess he doesn't feel bad about it. I'm going to I think we should reach out to Lindsey Fagan. And just, you know, put all this evidence because it's clearly unless she has identical twins. I mean, with the same haircut and. You know, everything else. Unless that I'm just saying, because I just am curious whether or not she shares these views. If you're running as a candidate for Tarrant County Clerk, now she's had other failed races before. But I don't want anyone like this anywhere around public office. And I don't want anyone that would defend these views or defend this behavior to be in public office. So we're going to keep at it until we get a response. And the only way I go away is with a response. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I don't trust anything that is cooking called a robot. Robot chef, that's the story. And apparently, this robot chef has learned how to chew and taste and alter seasoning in food. It's a ro- I don't know. It'll poison, it'll poison you. This thing will kill you. I don't trust it. So they said that it's... I, I don't, they said that it can cook omelets. You know, that's isn't that the thing that they say that you can the mark of a good chef is how well it can cook an omelet, and it could help out in busy homes one day in assisted living complexes. It's the University of Cambridge. They developed it to in, imitate the human processes of chewing and tasting in order that they might be able to produce foods. That's how they're going to trick us. Soylent green. And if the robot can learn what doesn't doesn't taste good, maybe they'll be better cooks, blah, blah, blah. I just am looking at this egg dish that it did, and it looks like vomit. It's not good. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, mm, those eggs look overcooked. I'm just telling you. Uh, also, this is interesting, too. So it just came out that apparently Vladimir Putin apologized to Israel's uh, Naftali Bennett after Sergei, Sergei Lavrov's anti-Semitic remarks, which, I mean... He, no, I don't think that's a big deal. Do you think it's a big deal? I don't think it's a big deal. 
because someone said, isn't it like Al Capone's guys apologizing? Or uh, Capone apologizing because his boy, his boys roughed somebody up and, ah, oh, they shouldn't have done that. They were drunk. Right? It seems like that. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with that take. Uh, this piece, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has tested positive for the Rona, but he's been fully vaxxed and boosted. So what the hell's the point? I thought that if you get all your vaccine, oh, because, Dina, it's supposed to reduce the severity of symptoms. But the virus is endemic now, and the latest variant, that's what kind of was already happening. I mean, you, it was a reduction of severity of symptoms. So, okay. Hmm. New Jersey. Of course they are. California already did this, I think. One of the strictest bans on single-use bags in the country has gone into effect in New Jersey. It started at midnight yesterday. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy signed a bill into law that is prohibiting the use of plastic, like the single-use bags and disposable food containers and cups made out of the polystyrene foam. They said that plastic bags are the most... Don't you have a crime problem? Like, maybe, I'm just saying, you know, maybe work on that, perhaps... He's like, oh, it's a historic bill. We're addressing the problem of plastic pollution and all this. I mean, that's great, but I just think that there's maybe a lot of other stuff to make a big deal out of. And also, who uses a plastic bag once? I Is it just me? I use them as liners in all my small trash cans. Oh, my gosh. I use plastic bags for everything. Like, I'm the mom who's like, kid, get a plastic bag to go trick-or-treating. I'm that mom. I'm the mom who, yeah, I don't know, I know. Yeah, but I was the plastic bag, go trick-or-treat with the plastic. You should fit more candy in it than you can that stupid plastic pumpkin. Or the other over-the-top, I'm just saying over-the-top stuff. Uh, also, got a couple of <laughs> other things here. World hunger is exploding because they said a 25% spike because Ukraine war. Or the invasion, Russia's invasion in, of Ukraine. They said that Ukraine, I told you, sent the prices of staples even higher. 25% spike in food insecurity last year. Although the World Food Program, I mean, if you had these tyrants in some of these countries, if it wasn't so corrupt and they kind of, you know, like Ethiopia and Afghanistan, they said have worsened crises there. Because they had the lockdown, which curbed access to food and severe drought in Madagascar. That exacerbated the problem. But the gauge of world food prices, they said, sort of about 75% since mid-2020. So this uh, in Shanghai and outside of Shanghai because it's spreading. Chinese authorities are now using bolts and wires to forcibly lock residents in their apartments to prevent them from leaving their homes in their brutal COVID zero. And the South China Morning Post, that's the government, the Beijing CCP controlled paper. They even showed it like they're proud of it. That's wild. Like they're proud of it. Women in the world have conducted sex strikes in history. In 2003, a sex strike strike helped helped to end Liberia's brutal civil war. And the woman who who started it was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. In 2009, Kenyan women enforced a sex ban until political infighting ceased. Within one week, there was a stable government. Okay, we have more power than we think we have. And some of it could be right in the bedroom. Oh, my gosh. I'm really... Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash. It's Joy Behar from The View. Kane, I'm really being tested with this audio here. Because I just... I just want to say that... The, that I don't know if you've seen some of the people that are out there protesting, or maybe they're all in Austin. There's some heifers out there, man, that 
I if if they if they are saying that they're going to go on a sex strike, isn't that just basically a a favor to humanity? Because all the people who were saying that, I don't think ever had to worry about getting it in the first place. You wanted this audio. You were the one who said, oh my gosh, how about audio soundbite 11? You were the one who said this. Now he's over there dying. He he does this. He sets it up. And then he acts like he's aggrieved. Look, things can be newsworthy and cringe at the same time. I mean, just saying, do you want to hear Joy Behar talk about doing it? No, no one does. Of course not. If she, if she like is engaging in a strike, America thanks you. It's, it's tiny, tiny bit Encourage comedy. Encourage the, uh, the other heifers out there who are sitting out, <laughs> out there screaming all jiggly poofed out about their body, their choice. Okay. Her audio was the a gym's tiny, your choice too. tiny bit comedy and mostly cringe. That's, I, all. I'm just, that's all I'm doing, just reacting to that. I just, I think... I like serious, genuine conversations about it. I can't be a serious person when I see some of this stuff out there. But I mean, like I saw, like some chick, I'm not kidding you. I, I, multiple chicks. Some of the photos I've seen from some of the protests, I'm like, I don't think you ever have to worry about having to deal with this situation because it looks like you're, you know, virgin for life. Go you, you know? I mean, nobody's going to be jumping on that landmine. What? I'm saying the stuff that dudes can't say because I can say it and it's true. And they know it's true. That's the fun part. I'm not, you're all thinking it. I'm saying it. It's all right. It's all right. That's how this works. I'm not wrong. It's not incorrect. You may dislike it, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. <sighs> Ronald McDonald looking people. Anyway, we got, we, <laughs> I have a whole other second hour to make Kane die uh, and, and Steve laugh. And Juan over there shake his head. It's, I see. It's all you. You did this. So one of the things that we were talking about, uh, especially like over like, I guess, lockdown and all that was vitamins and how, how I normally don't like a lot of vitamins because what is it? You get a big horse pill and you can't absorb it. And that was the study that I was citing to you about how you can't even. So I wanted to try it because it could be gross and I could hate it. And they haven't agreed yet. So it's supposed to taste, taste like peach. I don't even know what micro gel is. It sounds like, can I just be real with you? A microgel sounds like something you put in a breast implant. I'm just saying. But it's they're, it's from this place called Healthy Cell. And they're like, well, we're just going to send this. This could go horribly wrong. I have no idea what's going to happen. I could sprout another head or I could vomit. I don't know. It's a gel and it's supposed to be your vitamins, but in a microgel. So you absorb them. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not taking them. So it's supposed to taste like peach. You think it's going to take... Okay. I, I, do I shoot this whole thing at once? I don't even know. I think so. Okay. I think you just do like, you know, you're at a rave or something. Mm. Mm. Just take the whole thing. It legit tastes like peach. My thir- my first thought was, can I put rum in this? Can I... Fit? It uh, actually the, tastes uh, like peach. Does it note on there the sugar content or the It has... Content? I can't read because the font is tiny, healthy cell people. <laughs> it has four carbs. Oh, that's it? That's it. I think that's right. Four... Yeah, so that four, would that would include the sugars four too. Four grams of carbs, one gram of fat, and so that could be keto ish. Thirty calories. 
So yeah. this is the vitamin. It's and it's how you take. And they have a bunch of different vitamin packs. It legit tastes like peach. Though. I like the idea of uh, you know. I and I more. hate things that try to taste like fruit and don't taste like fruit. Because I know the pills you take, you don't absorb as much as they say you're getting, which is why I typically it's kind of odd to squeeze it out of the stuff. package. I'm gonna say. It needs a longer spell. We need boots and pants music for this. Mm-hmm. Or, Dana's rave. What does that mean? Do ravers do this? Well, yeah, I'm sure they they hydrate and and they. Steve, you went to a rave, up. did you not? <laughs> do, Tell me, rave kid. Do, do not do what? Do they take vitamin packages? Do you do that? Is that oh, a I'm thing sure you do? I'm sure I, there's some sort of fuel. I mean, pack I had a ton thing. of. I like a thermal. I like a thermal water backpack thing that I had like a nozzle for, but that was it. Hold up! I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop the whole show. Excuse me? Like, you mean like they take on the slopes when they're doing, like, the with the tube? Yeah, where you're hiking in the desert sort of stuff? Yeah. yeah. You had a backpack with a tube. You had a bladder of water and a backpack and a tube. Yes. You got to stay hydrated. Those are very common. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't heard about that. At a rave? You got to keep your energy Dude, up. Dude, I was a teen in the 90s and I never went to a rave because I was a goth kid. So keep your energy metal up. Kid. It was hydrated. a rave festival, to be fair. I was there all day. They do that? Okay, I actually applaud the keeping hydrated, but I also know that they're doing the hydration because aren't you guys dropping like acid and stuff? I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not trying to get Steve to admit anything. Isn't that what the kids are doing? Isn't that what the kids do? They take ecstasy and they suck on pacifiers and wave glow sticks. That was the 90s. You know what they do? That was definitely the 90s. I don't know what the kids are doing at raves these days. It's hard to get everything out of here, but I like it. We got to go to break. So apparently this is my vitamins for the day, right? There you go. The healthy cell people. What so are, what's included? I haven't How given many them vitamins? an answer yet. How many vitamins? I don't know. I'm, I'm supposed to know this <laughs> yeah. stuff. I haven't even read it I'm yet. I was like, I'm just going to do this on air. Just going to eat it. Just because it said microgel, and I want to know what microgel tasted right, like. We get, we've got to go to break. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a... Uh, okay, I would do this way more than I would do like the package of pills yeah. that are like as big as your thumb. And you choke to death on them. Is that just me? Okay. We, I know we got to get moving. I got to finish the rest of this too. And I'm not going to be able to do it on because we're simulcasting the radio show and I'm going to have to bite it and all that. Anyway, shut up. I hate it. All of you. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Arizona Attorney General Mark Brnovich joins me to discuss his winning legal fight against the Biden administration to keep Title 42 in place. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Brnovich also makes his case to be the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. And I'll take aim at Biden's Orwellian Disinformation Governance Board and what the left's real vision for the future of our country is. Join us. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.